Once again, here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News today. And today, we're going to start off with some uh, relatively exciting news for the boxing world in general, uh, because it seems that uh, a union has finally been formed uh, for not just boxers, uh, but all those involved in the combat sports industries, uh, specifically fighters who join the Global Fighters Union, will be eligible for a number of benefits, such as better salary and benefits, contract guidance, and professional assistance with insurance, pensions, and retirement planning. Now this, as you all know, uh, we've been speaking about this for a long, long time. We've interviewed many people who have discussed the need uh, for uh, a similar organization to take care of uh, existing issues, uh, as well as those issues facing uh, retired fighters. Uh, for example, we've spoken to Paul Johnson, uh, an American who's been trying for years uh, to get something like this off the ground. But it take, uh, has taken someone, uh, brothers Paul and Stephen Smith, um, both uh, important players, quite frankly, in the founding group. Uh, but they've uh, paired together with uh, Callum and Liam Smith, uh, who are still competing at the highest of levels. Callum Smith, as we know, uh, recently was in Canada uh, fighting better BF. Anyway, a quick little quote here. Um, said Paul Smith, former English and British champion. I'm one of four brothers who have who have all competed in boxing at every level of the sport. Throughout our careers, we've experienced firsthand practices which are the norm in combat sports, but ones that wouldn't be allowed in any other profession. The GFU will address the, those practices to make combat sports a safer, better, fairer business for all involved. The GFU will be on the side of fighters from the very start of their journey in combat sports to the day they hang up their gloves. We've compiled an elite team who will unite their knowledge and experience to help improve the lives of fighters everywhere, said his brother Stephen Smith, former Commonwealth champ and now boxing trainer. Uh, among their uh, founding members uh, is also Paul Maloney and uh, acting as a general secretary. And Maloney's a veteran head of a Southern uh, GMB Union and former Irish amateur boxer and brings a wealth of expertise to the GFU. So good for them. I put the, the, the link uh, down in my uh, description to the globalfightersunion.net. And let me just say it's, it's somewhat um, almost uh, reverberating what we've been saying for, for over three years now here on Talking Fight, uh, their commitment to unity. You know, in, in the in the combat sports world specifically, we've addressed those uh, affecting boxers. Uh, this is what the GFU stands for. They stand for uh, the challenges faced by fighters that are universal, regardless of discipline or location. By standing together, we amplify our collective strength and create a global community of support. As a member of the Global Fighters Union, you gain access to a wide range of benefits and services. And as an amateur, Benefits will include improvements in health and safety standards, better training conditions for female fighters, regular seminars, events, and online forums. So I myself have contacted them and asked uh, to be involved at a senior level, given my experience over the years, uh, not only uh, in other entertainment industries, but also specifically related to the boxing industries. So let's talk about some boxing that's happening out in Nova Scotia now. Uh, it's called the Homecoming, and there's an exciting night uh, for Canadians out in the East Coast. Um, 
we're going to see uh, quite quite an exciting little showdown. One of our favorites, we've mentioned him often here on Talking Fight, Custio Clayton. He's going to be in the ring. Uh, prime feature event, 10-round Super Welterweight main event. Custio Clayton, he's 19-1-1, 12 knockouts. Uh, he's going to go toe-to-toe against Courtney Pennington, 17-7-3, seven knockouts. It's going to be a great fight. Uh, and then the co-main event, uh, another Canadian, Patrick Volney, 17-1, and one, uh, squaring off against DeAndre Warr, um, 16-4-2 in a 10-round super middleweight bout. Um, Sean Sullivan, the CEO of Fighting Irish Promotions, voices enthusiasm for the event, emphasizing the local fan favorites and the prospect of a sold-out show. Without a doubt, I'm sure it will be. Uh, Nova Scotia, if you Google it, has had a fantastic history of boxing and has uh, brought many champions in the past to the table. So uh, good luck to, to Sean and his compatriots out in Nova Scotia. We look to hearing more uh, about what they're up to and uh, whether we can get involved. Let's have a quick look here. What else is happening around the world? Ah, World Boxing, who want to bring uh, boxing uh, to the Olympics and keep it in the Olympics, quite frankly. Uh, the GB Open in the new World Boxing Cup takes place in Sheffield this week, and it will be live on BBC and uh, the BBC uh, Sport web uh, website. The World Boxing Cup is a new competition developed by World Boxing as the Federation looks to maintain the sport's Olympic standing. The GB Open is the first event, and there are two main aims this week. Firstly, boxers will collect ranking points and victories ahead of a year-ending finals event where they can compete for the World Boxing Trophy. But secondly, and probably most importantly this year, is a crucial warm-up event ahead of the Olympic qualifiers next month. Although this week, will not determine who goes to Paris. The categories involved will be the same and it'll be influential in deciding who is sent to those qualifiers. So good for uh, world boxing. And I really uh, am strongly uh, encouraging everyone to support their efforts around the world. Let's have a quick look here and see what else is happening around the world. The WBA Championships Committee has ordered uh, negotiations for a middleweight world title fight between WBA champion Arislanda Larry and his mandatory challenger, uh, Michael Zarafa. Official communications were sent to both parties, and they have until February 15th to reach an agreement in the event the parties cannot reach an agreement or one of them refuses to do so. Uh, the committee may call for purse bid with a purse bid split of 75% the champion and 25% the challenger. Lara, he's 40 years old, has been champion since May 1st, 2021, and according to WBA rules, he should have defended against the mandatory opponent after a period of nine months, which expired on February 1st, 2022. Lara was allowed an optional defense against Gary O'Sullivan in 2022 and didn't fight at all in 2023. So let's see if that happens. Ah, Joey Joyce returns to action. He's returning uh, March 16th. Heavyweight contender and Olympic silver medalist Joe the Juggernaut Joyce, 15-2, and two, 14 knockouts. Will return to action against Cash Ali, 21 and 2, 12 knockouts on March 15th, no, March 16th in Birmingham, England. According to Talksport, the bout will take place on another one of promoter Frank Warren's magnificent, magnificent seven cards. Uh, the full magnificent seven lineup on this date is Nathan Heaney versus Brad Paulus in the middleweight division, Liam Davies versus Eric Robles Ayala in the super bantamweight division. 
Joe Joyce and Cash Alley, as I've just said, in the heavyweight division. Another heavyweight battle sees Saul Dockrays going up against David Adelia. And uh, Dennis, Mc oh, Dennis, Dennis, the Menace McCann, one of our favorites here in Talking Fight. In the Super Bantamweight division is going up against Brad Strand. Zach Parker in the Super Metalweight division going up against Tyrone Zugi. And Ethan James going up against Owen Cooper in the Welterweight division. Looks like a fantastic night for all those Brummies out in England. Let's have a quick, oh, 2020 Olympics. It's been that many years, has it? Uh, we were reporting on Ben Whitaker uh, throughout the Olympics uh, when they last took place. So it's good to see that uh, Whitaker's on the way up in the pro ranks. 2020 silver medalist. Uh, ben the Surgeon Whitaker. He's got a new nickname, I see. Ben the Surgeon Whitaker. Fifth, oh, sorry, five and oh, four knockouts. Will look to steal the show as he returns to action on the undercard of the huge all British showdown between unbeaten WBA number one and number two world ranked light heavyweights Joshua Boazzi and Dan Aziz on Saturday, February 3rd. That'd be the, I think, the night after the event at Nova Scotia at the OVO Arena, Wembley in London. Uh, be shown li live on Sky Sports in UK and Ireland and Peacock in the USA. Um, looks like Whitaker takes on Swiss based French fighter Khalid uh, Giradia, uh, 10, 13, and 5. Hmm. Uh, in other action, Adam Azim makes the first defense of his EBU European super lightweight title against undefeated former champ Enoch Paulson, rising female featherweight. Francesca Hennessy and heavyweight Hope Jamie TKV are also confirmed. Good stuff out of the UK. All right. Speaking of the UK, WBA number 11 and WBC number 15 super welterweight, uh, Abbas Barou, 14 and 1, 9 knockouts. And WBA number 15, Sam the Savage Eggington, 34 and 8, 20 knockouts will battle it out a 12-rounder for the vacant European title on Friday, March 1st at the Telford International Centre in Telford, England. Then the fight will air live on Channel 5 in the United Kingdom. Abbas Baru said, Winning the prestigious European title on March 1st will be a major step in my mission to becoming a world champion, and I plan on putting on a performance that sends out a statement to the rest of the division. Our clash of styles will make for another thriller, but make no mistake, I will emerge victorious. Fighting words for sure. All right, let's uh, let's end our show today with a few words uh, from Frank Warren. No stranger to fighting. Queensbury promoter Frank Warren took some time to chat with IFL TV about the recently announced heavyweight fight between Anti Joshua and Francis Nagano. Uh, he talks about the threat Nagano poses to AJ and what a loss means for the loser. Uh, and looking forward to his joint cards with Matchroom. Uh, he said, I think that Naganu, we know he's a puncher, he's tough, he's a roughhouse, and if he catches AJ on the chin, will he knock him over? He knocked over Tyson, so you got to feel that that would be the case. Can he do it is the question. And AJ seems to have a bit between his teeth again. He seems flying, and he knows this is a fight he certainly can't afford to lose. This fight has all the elements of everything. It will be chaos for the loser because the loser is out of it. He's out of the top. He's finished. The winner moves on. I think it's a real, real fight of jeopardy for AJ. I really do. Which is what we've been saying all along on Talk and Fight. So thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you again at 11 a.m. Eastern time here on Talk and Fight. 
Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Let's uh, switch it to the ending here. And away we go.